Welcome to Belief Over Doubt's Weekday Word. I'm your host for the show, Robert Polk. I want to start by defining the title a little bit. Misfits, Outcasts, Lowlifes. A misfit is defined as a person who is different from other people and who does not seem to belong in a particular group or situation. An outcast is someone who's just not accepted by other people. And a lowlife is defined as basically a bad person, right? Uh, It's a person of low moral character. Do any of these sound like you or someone you used to hang out with? Maybe, Maybe someone from the Bible? I would categorize several of our heroes from the Bible that way. Some of my friends or family members, heck, I even fall into these categories sometimes. Let's tackle that part first, right? Sometimes I don't feel like people in my circle and I don't feel like people in my social economic class or even when I'm around people whom I've known for most of my life, I just don't seem to fit in anymore. Um, Some of my friends or family members could be considered low lives because they are some of the toughest people to deal with, but they love hard. And and as my stepdad Calvin used to say, he'll kill a brick for you. I, I love having guys like that on my team. And some of our heroes from the Bible seem to have these same characteristics, and God still used them in mighty ways. Now, who were they? Why did God choose or use them? And what does that mean for us? I want to start with Paul. Um, I would consider Paul a lowlife, right? Um, he's, he's first on my list because I've lifted him up in a couple previous episodes, so you may know how much I like Paul's work. However, before he found Jesus, he was Saul. He was one of the top persecutors of early believers. Actually, Saul was the one who approved the stoning of St. Stephen. Now, he wasn't even perfect after converting. Um, During his time as a Christian, he had beef with Peter for not accepting the Gentiles. He even split up his own ministry because he couldn't get along with Barnabas. But remember, Jesus came directly to him. And allowed him to change his life. Wait, when Jesus uh, came to Saul, the dude was on the road to Damascus, which we all know. But he was looking for believers. He was asking for letters to the synagogues or written to the synagogues um, so that he could see who wrote them and then imprison them. But Jesus handpicked him. Look, Look at Acts chapter 9 verse 15 where Jesus tells Ananias, this man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles, to proclaim my name to their kings and to the people of Israel. Now, Saul was was just a bad dude, right? Um, but in his rebirth, Paul was on fire for God. And he spent the rest of his life serving and teaching with more passion than he used to persecute God's people. Paul's strength was refreshing, and he stood up for what he believed in. I'm so glad, I'm thankful that he saw the light and he showed us what redemption can look like. Y'all remember Peter. Um, He was one of the disciples who rode with Jesus. He was a short-tempered, thuggish um, coward, right? (laughs) But he was involved in some of the more memorable moments uh, in Jesus' last days here on earth. He, He carried a blade with him and he used it to cut a soldier's ear when they were trying to capture Jesus. He was ready to go to war, um, but... In one moment, but then in the next, he hid in the crowd um, and he denied Christ 
three times before the rooster crowed. So he was he was so mad. He got so revved up again, short tempered. He got so revved up one time when talking to Jesus about the fulfillment of, of, of his mission here on earth that Jesus actually called him Satan. Peter was given a special instruct he was given special instruction about the Gentiles. And what did he do with that? Him and Paul get into it because Peter still didn't want to associate with Gentiles. Even though he was inconsistent in his character, God used him in a mighty way. And he's credited with writing two of the epistles in the New Testament, and he's heavily involved with the first century church. Um, what about Moses? He was without fault, right? No, man. <laughs> Moses was just like us. Well, I know I resemble him in a lot of ways. Um, Moses tried to run from his calling. God literally told him that he needed Moses to save his people. And Moses was like, who, me? <laughs> in, in Exodus chapter 4, verse 13, he literally says to God, um, pardon your servant, Lord. Um, please send someone else. Now, I don't know if he was saying pardon your servant, sir, as if he was interrupting, like, excuse me, sir, or if he was looking for a pardon from this task. Um, speaking of tasks, Moses murdered a taskmaster. Um, he broke the first edition of the Ten Commandments that he was given. He wasn't even allowed into the promised land that he helped the Hebrews get to because of his temperature, his temper. God told him specifically, go down and talk to the people. Instead, he comes down and he strikes a rock. God still used him. Have you ever heard of the Mosaic law? The first five books of the Bible are credited to him. And, and he received the greatest honor that I could think of. God spoke to and spent time with him. Now, I don't, I don't want to be long here because this message doesn't take a lot to understand. It's nothing new to understand that God hasn't given up on you. But we have been trained to think that being a misfit or outcast or from humble beginning, uh, humble beginnings means something negative. And it doesn't. It's not an indictment on your relationship with God. Paul talks about being a misfit um, in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, um, verses 10 through 20. I'm going to read some of it and then paraphrase. Um, he says, we are the Messiah's, we are the Messiah's misfits. Um, you might be sure of yourselves, but we live in the midst of frailties and uncertainties. You might be well thought of by others, but we are mostly kicked around. Mo much of the time, we don't have enough to eat. We wear patched and threadbare clothes. We get doors slammed in our faces. We pick up odd jobs anywhere we can to eke out a living. When they call us names, we say, uh, God bless you. When, when they spread rumors about us, we put in a good word for them. He ends the passage in verse 20 by saying, God's way is not a matter of mere talk. It's an empowered life. Jesus was a rebel. He was an outcast. He was a misfit. So don't feel like you have to conform to the ways of this world. Pick up your cross and live an empowered life, not an enslaved life. I, I no longer care about fitting in. I understand that I'm a misfit. I'm an outcast. I may even be considered a lowlife. Cain was one. So was Noah. So was Job. So was Isaac, Rebecca, uh, King David. You, me, him, her. We are all just sinners who are called to be saints. Um, let me share a quick story from Luke chapter 14. Jesus was at a dinner put on by one of the top leaders of the Pharisees. And as they sat, he shared some wisdom. And 
in these passages, he spoke about me. Right, right there in verse 12 through 14, he said, uh, the next time you put on a dinner, don't just invite your friends and family or, or rich neighbors, the kind of people who can return the favor. Invite some people who never get invited out, the misfits, the, the, the people from the wrong side of the tracks. You'll be and experience a blessing. Now, they won't be able to return the favor, but the favor will be returned. Oh, and, and how will it be returned? At the resurrection of God's people. Here we are again with Jesus paying the tab for us. Um, so I'm trying to tell you that God will get you a seat at the table. And when you sit down, don't be afraid to bless the meal in public. Please be polite, use your table manners, and most importantly, enjoy. All right. I thank you for spending time with us here on the channel today. No matter what platform you're viewing or listening to this on, if it's iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, or Facebook, we appreciate your support. If you have any questions or prayer requests, please send them to beliefoverdoubts at gmail.com. And don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and share. May God bless you. Please be safe.